Hi, my name is Francis Holmes. I'm a functional nutritionist and lifestyle practitioner. Thank you for listening to the Digestive Podcast. So today's podcast is all about enzymes and probiotics. Two words we hear all the time, but what are they? Why do I need them? And how come I don't know about this? So here we go. Take a deep breath and land. When we eat food, we need to break down that food. And what helps us break down the foods we eat are the enzymes that are in the foods and also in our bodies. Okay, so here's the deal. Enzymes come in on raw foods. Enzymes help us to break down our foods into small, little tiny pieces, molecular tiny structures that will then allow us to absorb them better. When I think about enzymes, I think about, well, when I was a kid, when we ate the vegetables, I didn't like them. Mom cooked them until they were this pale green color. If you're cooking your vegetables until they're a very pale color and what we all know is overcooked, we've depleted the enzymes that are naturally in those foods. So we really want to make sure that we're not cooking them so much, if that makes sense. You want to cook them a little bit more al dente. Cook them until they have a nice, vibrant color, like the bright, vibrant color green of a broccoli or the Brussels sprouts or your carrots. You just kind of take that crunchy raw edge off and the enzymes are still there. Now, these enzymes are going to help me to break down my foods more. They're going to help me to be able to assimilate the nutrients from my foods. You can think about it like a pearl necklace and the enzymes are going to come and bite the little knots between the pearls apart. The pearls are a piece of protein. Other enzymes are going to come in and break down those pearls into smaller molecular structures so now my body can easily absorb those. That's what enzymes do. Now, I also make enzymes in my body. There's enzymes naturally that are helping me to break down my carbohydrates. Those enzymes are called amylase enzymes. They actually are coming out of some of the saliva glands you have in your jaw. So they're actually helping you to break down your carbohydrates as you're chewing them in your mouth, okay? And again, you want to chew your food really good because the more surface area you give it, the more easily it is for the enzymes to work on, okay? Because it's harder for them to chomp at a large piece of unchewed food, if you will, when it lands in the stomach. The more surface area I give it by using my teeth to masticate and chew my food, that's the mechanical digestion, As that's in my mouth, the enzymes are coming out into my saliva, which is the chemical digestion that's taking place in the mouth, okay? So as I chew my food more and more and more and give it a lot of surface area, I'm allowing those enzymes to work on the foods already in my mouth. Plus, that saliva is going to help me to swallow my food and make it easier to swallow because it's going to coat the food and make it easier to slide down my esophagus. Now, when it lands in the stomach, there's hydrochloric acid in there. And yes, hydrochloric acid is very important. It's also going to help me break down my foods. But there's also other things like pepsin and pepsinogen and 
gastric juices that are coming out of the lining of the stomach, and all of that is helping to break down my foods. There's a lot of enzymatic processing taking place there, and that's what the enzymes are doing, okay? So the enzymes break down food, and we have proteases to help us break down our proteins. We have amylases to help us break down our carbohydrates, and we have lipases that help us break down our fats. So it starts in the mouth, continues in the stomach, and then there are enzymes that are coming out of our pancreas into that small intestine, that first part of that small intestine to help us break down foods even more. So enzymes are what we call cofactors or catalysts that help us to break down our foods more, which makes them easier to digest. That's what the enzymes do. And many times we do better taking some enzymes to help us with our digestion, especially if when we eat, food feels like a brick and just sits in the stomach. If that's how you feel, you might do well to take a digestive enzyme to support your digestion. You might do well to have a little lemon juice and water before a meal or even a little um, apple cider vinegar to help stimulate the production of the hydrochloric acid and the other gastric juices that are helping to digest your food in your stomach. Okay, those are some simple, easy ways to do that. And you would drink that about 15 minutes or so before your meal and then see how you feel. But that's the reason why we need enzymes. And that's why sometimes eating some raw foods at each meal is helpful. And then also not to overcook the foods that we cook the enzymes out. So don't make your vegetables the way mom did because we didn't like that. Make them the way you like them. Crunchy, delicious, vibrant with color. Okay, our next topic are probiotics. What are those? Many people, many of my clients I find are confused between probiotics and enzymes. They're two completely different things. So probiotics are the good bugs that help support the body, our immune system. It also helps to fight off bad bacteria and things like that. Now, those probiotics are found in the large intestine. And as a result of the fibers we just ate and broke down in those vegetables, those vegetables and the remaining fibers that are left that are going to go through that large intestine those are the food for the probiotic. I don't want to confuse you, but here we go. Prebiotics are food for probiotics. So if I'm eating a really plant-based diet, I'm getting a lot of good prebiotics, which is feeding the probiotics, which are the good bacteria that reside in my large intestine. And those good bacteria are helping me to keep my microbiome healthy. Now, microbiome is a big buzzword, and what, it's, what it refers to is the compilation of all the bacteria that's in my large intestine. We have some good bacteria, we have some not-so-good bacteria, and then we have some neutral bacteria. And we're going to have all of that different bacteria, but what we want to have is more of the good bacteria versus the bad bacteria. So what would deplete the bad bac- What would deplete the good bacteria? Stress infections, an overgrowth of yeasts or parasites or bacteria. That's going to cause a lot of dysbiosis, which means it's not a healthy ecosystem there in my large intestine. And if that's the case, I'm going to need to get some probiotics in me. Probiotics can be taken in a capsule. 
You can eat your probiotic by having fermented foods like kimchi and sauerkraut, tempeh and miso. Those are wonderful things that are going to feed that good bacteria. So think about that good bacteria like your own little ecosystem, your own little rainforest. In fact, we have 10 times the amount of bacteria in our guts than we do cells in our body. And taking a good probiotic is a wonderful way to keep that good bacteria ratio very robust and strong, and that's going to help your immune system. So a fun thing to do if you'd like to, kefir, um, sauerkraut, again, are really wonderful foods for helping to proliferate the good bacteria in the body. And if you wanted to make something fun, you could buy a can of coconut milk from Whole Foods, get their full-fat coconut milk, open that up, put that into your Vitamix or into your Nutribullet, whirl it up so it's all creamy and blended very well, and then find a good probiotic and put five capsules in there, blend it again, pour that into a mason jar, let that sit on your counter for about four or five days. And every time you see it on the counter there, you're going to shake it up. So two or three times a day, give it a good shake, set it back on the counter. Make sure it's in a cool, dry spot, nothing in the sun or too close to the oven where it gets too hot. And after about three or four days, you will see that thicken up. This is making a wonderful coconut kefir. Once after about three or four days, you decide it's thick enough, you're going to put that in the refrigerator. And the next morning, you have the most delicious coconut kefir you can imagine. And you could serve that with some good berries, organic raspberries or blueberries, have a couple of bites of that. And that's going to be your fermented food that's going to help put the good bacteria back in your gut. So we need that good bacteria because that's what's helping to boost our immune system. And those probiotics are helping to keep the bad bugs at bay, if you will. So there we are. We've got enzymes and probiotics and simple, easy ways to get those in and what the difference is. Enzymes are helping us to break down the very foods that we eat. Probiotics are keeping the good bacteria up, the bad bacteria low, and our immune system and our health robust. I hope that helps. One last little bit. A lot of times we think we can get our probiotics from yogurt if I am sensitive to dairy, I'm probably not going to be eating the yogurt. And remember, yogurt has a lot of sugar in it. So if you're going to eat the yogurt, get the Greek yogurt that has a little bit more protein than most. And I would buy the plain yogurt and add your own fruits because that way it's going to have less sugar for you. Sugar we'll talk about next time because sugar will actually feed the bad bacteria in the gut. And um, we need to talk about sugar. It's something we need to talk about. Okay, so there you are, enzymes and probiotics. Happy digestion.